everybody. Hello. And welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jacob. And I am Ian. And this is the Jacob and Ian podcast. Wasn't that some great music in the beginning? That was. Isn't it so original and amazing? It's, um, it's it great. puts me in the mood to listen it to really a good puts podcast. You in the mood for it. Just have a happy little podcast. It is. Um, so today we're going to be talking about um, convicts, uh, right? Yeah. No. In a way. No, 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 no. Convictions. convictions. Sorry, I, I wrote it down wrong in my in my notes. <laughs> convictions, not convicts. This is not a true crime podcast. No, that Sorry. is that is the one I've gotten some questions about. If if we could do a true crime podcast, I'm just not into them. I'm not either. Um, it's just not. It's gross to me. I did. We did. I did have the idea. I mentioned to you of doing Jesus's uh, death as a true crime podcast. That, that could be some serious like which that could work. Maybe stuff. season two, we yeah. do it just a true season crime. <laughs> Jesus. Podcast. Season season two, where this is a true crime Christian podcast, mm. it's got got a potential. If you if, if you guys want that, rate us on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts right now. We're on Apple now. As of today, as of today, we have four stars. As yep, I was the one who rated us three, and then somebody gave us five stars. Gave us five. So, so I mean, thanks. Shout out to you, five star person. And as soon you're as you a five guys star write, write down some reviews and send them in, I, we could read them. We could read them on the podcast. I don't mind reading yeah. reviews. Shout them out. Thanks, thanks for the reviews. But right now we don't have any because it was up today. Um, sounds great. I think it sounds better on Apple. Possibly. But I think that's just me. We're not trying to get Apple money um, at all. But no. Apple, you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Apple, for putting us on. We are forever in your debt. Um, Jeff Bate. No, that's, that's Amazon. Amazon. What is his name? They, Tim how, did, how does Amazon not have a podcast network, though? That's honestly. what I'm saying. They, well, they have Amazon else. Prime, but that's expensive and stupid. Today's Amazon Prime Day. This it is recording. Prime Day. So Amazon, whoop, get whoop. get on it and make your own podcast network. Make a podcast network, man. That's crazy. So speaking of podcast network, we're on everything now. We're on Spotify, we Google Play, Apple Podcasts. We're on something called like Beaker. We're global, baby. We're global everywhere. <laughs> um. So <coughs> anyway, um. So we're talking about convictions today. Yes. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Um. But first, I want to start off with a quick question, like we do every podcast. That's right. And I want to ask Ian, how have you changed in the past, I don't know, five years, however long? Have you uh, changed yeah. from past to now? Yeah, so uh, I, I've had some opinions change. Uh, there, there are two, two that are on my mind that I'm thinking of. The first one was I didn't like Jeeps mm-hmm. at all. Like, I, I thought like they them. were super unsafe, which sounds like very old manish of me, but... I thought they were, like, super unsafe. Didn't really understand the point of them other than they just, like, looked good and were expensive, you know? Okay. Now I own a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And now you love it. And I like it a lot. You do like it So that changed. Okay. Uh, So that was my first thing. Oh, I forgot. So So you own a Jeep. Yes, I do now. And so Jeep people, they have, like, this thing. Yeah, and I think that was part of... I didn't... I didn't fully get the Jeep culture. Yeah, I'm not a part of the Jeep culture, but I, it, it's a good car. But like, Can't if complain. you're on the road and you see another Jeep, do you give them like the Jeep wave? I, honestly, this is weird, but I kind of do like feel connected to other Jeeps yeah. now. You're like, hey, and I don't really know why. I don't. No, I have nothing to explain it. Of that's why, my brother but on the road. protect him at all costs. <laughs> Me and my brother in a Jeep Grand Cherokee and a Wrangler. Just uh, it's the Wrangler. Uh, the Wrangler. I just see the Wranglers everywhere, and I've just yeah. But, I don't know. They look like cool, Jeeps. but. My gra- highly recommend the Grand Cherokee, though. Grand Cherokee, good car. Okay. Um, second thing that changed, a little more biblical note. Um, I used to not, I couldn't understand Hebrews, Hebrews, like at all. 
like didn't it everything like flew over my head the first time I how read does, it. How does Moses make his coffee? He brews it. Mm. Sorry. We'll cut that out. Jacob, we just went from four <laughs> people listening to our podcast <laughs> to three. Sorry. Way to go. Sorry. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I just didn't get it the first time. Like everything like flew over my head and none of it really made sense. But then I read it again in the past year and I I love it. I love it now. Like I think it's super awesome. Hebrews one is really good. I couldn't quote it to it. you, but Yeah, I couldn't either. Reading Hebrews one is like oh I need to work on my stuff. memorization skills. I do too. I don't memorize Very a lot. Good. That's something I've been convicted on lately. Is um, my oh, memorization, memorization skills. skills. <laughs> um <laughs> One thing on the topic of memorization, just real quick. Mm-hmm. So, to clock in at my job, yeah. you have to clock in on a phone. Yeah. So you have to like dial out to this number and then type in a bunch of things, and you have to memorize this really, really long number. Like it's a phone number plus like two numbers, and then you have to type in like a code and your passcode and all this stuff, and it's a bunch of numbers that it really took me a long time to memorize, and I have it memorized now. And I was like, I was really proud of myself because I walked into work today and I just knew it. Yeah, I was I was never good at that. Like uh, when you're having to apply for college and stuff, you need all your social security number. Oh, yeah, I got terrible that with that. Numbers, I think memorizing numbers is easier than memorizing And then numbers. I had to like memorize my UGA ID, which I do oh, know yeah. now. I so you're going to have to know that when you yeah. get to college IDs. But anyways, I've been okay, convicted so, lately. On that. Uh, for me, convictions, um, I used to like this artist. His name... His name is Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy made the the song Thrift Shop, yeah. which was like a two thousands classic. Like two thousand twelve, yeah. It, man, it was everyone a, loved that. What, what, what? It was the original what? Old Town Road. Original like OG Old Town Road. And recently, I would say in the past year, year and a half, I really, really don't like him. I just hate him. <laughs> I just don't like his face. I don't like his haircut. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like his music. It was, it was, he ditched that, uh, what was the guy, he, Ryan Lewis, right? What it was always oh, like, yeah, Macklemore and Mac- Ryan Lewis. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. And, and then he became Macklemore, and it was like, maybe you should have kept Ryan, yeah. man. Like, and his new songs, like, the one is like Glorious or whatever, yeah. with the old lady in the music video. Not seen the music video. Well, it's Not like his grandma, and he's like treating her or whatever, like giving her the works, like taking her out in a Bentley or whatever. Yeah. That's odd. It's stupid. Everyone loves it. I hate it. I hate the stupid song. I hate the song. I don't video. think that song's that bad. No. I hear it too many times, and I'm like, ugh, get him off, well, out of my ears. That would happen to any, th- any song, but yeah. So, convictions. Convictions. Uh, let's let's define convictions. Mm-hmm. What what is your what is your just off the dome definition of conviction? Yeah, I think convictions happen when we. When we hear, I think it's something we have, it is, it's from God. I think it's when, um, not to get like super in the, in the weeds on it, but it's just when something that has kind of been put over you and put on your heart, when something's put on your heart, um, and it, it kind of lingers on your heart too. I think a conviction has to be something that kind of lingers around and actually, um, you think about it because I think we all have things that we can hear and just kind of go past this. But I think the difference is with convictions and even in church, like when we hear sermons, like sometimes if it's something, you know, sometimes it just doesn't register with us. But when we're convicted by something, it's going to be something that uh, we hear and really like, wow, like, wait a second. And you 
take time, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's asking questions, looking at it more. Um, I think that's what kind of differentiates a conviction rather than just like another thought thought or teaching. Yeah. Well, you know, we love on the podcast, Google Dictionary. So. Our best friend. I looked it up on Google Dictionary. Okay. And it actually has a very, uh, it, ha- it has a different perspective okay. on it. Now, it's this is out of the Christian context, but <clears throat> something that really caught my eye is the first couple words here. It says, a formal declaration of someone uh, that is guilty of a criminal offense, which, I mean, that's in a different context. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> the second definition is a firmly held belief or opinion, which is what we're talking uh, yeah, about. I think that's a little but the thing culture. that really caught my eye was a formal declaration. Yeah. So I think... A conviction is, like not, is not only something that lingers on your heart, but it's also a declaration or a mm-hmm. decision to The formal declaration or... was the first, was that the first definition? Yeah. Say that? Yeah. It's, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's really good. I actually think that kind of does apply. But that's in like in a court of law, which yeah. is, but formal declaration, that's what we're trying yeah. to, that was pretty cool. I just thought I it was the cool. Head. Yeah. Pretty cool. Because I think that, yeah, because you, and what was what we're going to spend most of the time talking about, but, uh, the thing about conviction is it when it lingers on your heart, it needs to be something that becomes a part of who you mm-hmm. are um, and becomes uh, fully ingrained in your your walk with Christ and it's uh, a change. just your life in general. It's a change. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Now, so I think that's really good. Another thing going into it and hitting the next point hard, changing, cha- changing the way you act, changing the way you you believe a certain way or act or live a certain way is different than just being like oh man that's right mm-hmm. and then just not doing anything about it that's not conviction yeah so let's elaborate on that a little bit yeah so i think what what we're really going to try to try to hit on a lot and talk about is uh this idea of when you when you get convicted by something you have that like instant moment of like wow like that is either like so true or like I don't understand that whatever blah 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 and usually you spend the next little portion of your life thinking about that and trying to figure out what that means and where to go with that but I think for us it's important as Christians when we're convicted by something and it's from God obviously this is we're talking about in the Christian context like but when we're when we hear when God speaks speaks to us, not because I don't know if there's a better way to put it in words, but uh, when we hear something really from God that he wants us to hear, it should actually affect us, and it should actually cause a change, because what, if we just leave the conviction at the, you know, something speaking to us, and it doesn't, doesn't really actually do anything, it's just like, a moment that happens in our life and then it can go by the wayside. The good part of convictions and the part of convictions that we as Christians need to be focusing on is the after effects of it and actually letting that conviction affect our lives. I think a good analogy for what you're trying, what you're explaining is like a fire that I think this is so cliche now that I think about it is like a fire that needs to be stoked because if it's a fire and you just let it burn, it's going to, it's going to burn out. Like I think about it, like on that in the fire metaphor, like mm-hmm. Dwight in the office, they're playing when oh, they play yeah. uh they play Desert Island and um somebody says they're gonna bring books and mm-hmm. to to burn them to like create a fire and 
Dwight says, well, that fire's not going to last that very long. Last so very long. you don't want your conviction to be made of books and paper. You don't want your fire to just spark up and be really big really fast and then just fall. Bop, and then it's nothing. He just held his hand up in the air and he and slapped the chair. dropped it and slapped the chair. I don't know yeah. if you've heard that. But, uh, yeah, we don't want this quick burning fire. I think that's what happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And I does. think with young Christians especially, it can be prevalent because we have this – we can have this. I know I had it. There was definitely times looking back where I had convictions that didn't last. I'm sure Jacob oh too. Yeah. And it's just these moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going, and your fire shoots up, and you're like, oh yes. And then a couple of days go by, and it's really hard to keep that going, and it just falls flat. And another thing that, I mean, having that fire going, I I don't, hmm, I don't I I don't know how to say this. I, when when convictions happen at certain places, whether that be at church or a church camp or any anything, I, it's like almost expected, you know, like to be convicted. Does that? Yeah, right? I think we're the the church nowadays, and I don't I don't think this is like a super controversial or big thing, but okay. I think um, the church nowadays is definitely more where we're. It can be more a little more conviction based, which I think is fine. Like I don't think mm-hmm. that's um, a terrible, terrible thing. I think, but if you look out in the culture, we have a like in the non-Christian culture, but just like culture in general, we have like an outrage culture. And by that, oh I mean gosh. people yeah. are outraged very quickly and very easily, mm-hmm. which is can be kind of annoying personally. But um, I think a little of that has seeped into the church and we have a, we can, sometimes we have a conviction based church and we're wanting people to just have these big aha moments, Uh. which again, I think is fine. If we're also saying after that, Hey, let's actually live that. And let's actually bring that into our lives. Like it's totally okay to have convicting moments. Like we need to be convicted. We should be convicted. Um, and, Acts 2, I believe. Uh, Peter gives a sermon at Pentecost. Classic. Great sermon. And uh, first sermon, too, actually, if you think about it. First First post-resurrection sermon. Oh, yeah. So really important. Uh, Peter's my guy. Peter is my favorite Bible character. Not even going to lie. But after he gives his sermon to the disciples uh, there at Pentecost and the people there, they say, now when they had heard this, they were cut to the heart. And so, like, I think, like, if you read through Peter's sermon, there's a lot of convictions that you're going to have listening to that sermon. And you're going to be convicted on a lot of things if you go and read it. I highly recommend everybody go and read it. And you're going to be convicted on things. And that's okay. Like, that's good. Like, you yeah, want to be convicted yeah. on things because we are sinful, imperfect people who are not going to do everything right. So mm-hmm. it's we should feel convicted. But did that conviction... If it cut you to the heart, then it should change your heart. Definitely change something. Because think about it: when you, if you cut open your heart, it's open. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna die. (laughs) Um, And but when you patch it back up, it's not gonna be the same heart. Oh no! Well, yeah, no. Like in the sense that there's now stitches theoretically. Okay, yes. On your theoretical stitches on your theoretical maybe a personal open heart surgery. Maybe a better example is like uh, a broken bone. Okay. So like I broke my shin when I was like 10 mm-hmm. 
my shin now that must have hurt man it was bad a metal yeah. cleat went into it and broke it um but didn't I, I didn't go into it sorry that was very vivid but um broke my shin <laughs> and okay. like my shin now is not the same shin that it was when i was 10 because when it got mm. broken i actually didn't know it was broken so i didn't get it fixed by a doctor it oh, just healed itself that's the worst so yeah now that shin it works now it's fine Good. but it's not the same shin as my right shin because it was, it was never broken. Yeah. And the other one was. I think so that's a good way to explain it. It's the same thing with with convictions. Is like when they break us, that's fine, but they need to not be the same. And we need to not try to make our life. We don't need to act like, I don't need to act like my left shin is the same as my right shin. Like, they're different. That's okay. It's the same thing with our lives. We don't need to act like our heart's the same after we're convicted. Like, we need to actually let it happen and let it take over our lives. Right. As a heart would, because it kind of, we kind of need a heart. Yeah, so. if you didn't have a heart, well, yeah, if you didn't have a heart, you'd probably die. Not probably, yeah, you will. You would die if you don't have a heart. I'm not a doctor, but I feel like you would. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a doctor, but, okay, but, okay, so, the thing that I was getting at was, not that conviction is bad, but I just don't want conviction in the church to become, like, a trend. Like, it's, it's trendy to have, uh, like, a like a convicting whatever you know what i mean yeah i think um i think a good way to put it, it's 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 good to have those convictions but we shouldn't yes. um we shouldn't like we shouldn't rely it. on them we, we shouldn't, shouldn't idolize, idolize. It shouldn't, yeah yeah because put i think the theoretically as we're maturing and progressing in our faith we're becoming closer to jesus and we're becoming closer to christ now we're never going to be perfect people. We're never going to. Of course, we're not. always going to be fallen and broken, and there's always going to be things that we can uh, mature and improve on. But you shouldn't. In one sense, if if you're getting convicted over and over again on the same thing, then that's probably a sign that you need to <laughs> let it change. Yeah, you you should know, probably change it. Um, like it's if it's if it keeps popping up in your life like I know that was part of my uh, coming to Christ story was just uh, which we talked about in the last podcast a little with fear but um, just the constant worry over and over again it felt like it kept showing up in my life and I kept thinking like man I need to change this man I need to change this man I need to stop worrying mm-hmm. and then it was like finally like okay like, right, this has fine. to change and like that it's it's got to be something like that where um, if you're noticing something keeps popping up in your life that's probably a sign that, hey, like, this is, God's convicting you on this. Like, let him change. Let him mm-hmm. bring that into your life and affect you. Okay, got it. Um, let's, let's go, let's, let's progress. Um, how, how do, how do people change? How do people change in, like, say, say you're convicted and you're like, okay, whatever this is, whatever it may be, let's say it's worry. Okay, I'm worrier. I'm, I'm a worrier. I'm going to change this now. How how do they how do they do that? How do they go about it? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's I think the question we're all trying to figure out because we're all having things that we uh, we want to want to fix in one sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it really it's it's having that breakdown moment. You know, actually kind of, and what you want to let that get the best of you and let it. Um. really 
I mean, you want to let it break you. Like, you mm-hmm. want it to actually bring you down to your knees, calling out to God, just being yeah, like, Yeah, that's what? another thing. Conviction is not easy. No. Um, being because is not something when you're convicted, to, um, t- to me, I'm I'm in the camp of pride is the root of all sin. And, Amen. Um, and, this is, and convictions are an example of that. Because when we're convicted on something, it's us having to say, like, I've not been doing it right in my life before, mm-hmm. and I need God to help me change that. Yeah, and if we're gonna put off that conviction, then that's us telling God, like, "Look, I know what you're saying. I hear you, but at the same but, time, I'm gonna keep sinning because, like, I'm I, fine. I, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happens is if we're when we're putting off that conviction, we're just saying, like, actually, we, I got a handle on this right now. But it's like, yeah, no, you you actually don't have a handle on this right and, now. Uh. The, how how people change is it's not it's not easy changing and it's also not easy staying in that change state it's not it's not easy to say okay i'm going to stop worrying and from this point on i'm never going to worry again and then i come mm-hmm. back 10 years later and say i'm 10 years clean of any worry or doubt ever mm-hmm. that never happens yeah and i think that's that's important for for everyone listening to get is this is not coming from a state of me and Jacob done being convicted. Uh, I mean, oh, literally, literally, what? Oh, you are. <laughs> that's that's interesting. But yesterday, uh, yesterday, I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I got it. Li- literally, this podcast came from Jacob being convicted on something, and mm-hmm. it was like we could totally talk about that. So, like, this is not spoken from the place of you're going to reach the point of no convictions. Like, no, I am still being convicted every day, and so it's okay to be convicted on that stuff. I think God wants us to be convicted on stuff when he wants us to change. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to um, constantly be in change. I don't remember if I, we, I used this analogy before or not, but um, it's really good. And we talked about uh, this at, at the camp we went to at the church, but this idea of the garden. Oh, Can I yeah. talk about this? I don't know if you... You've told, you told me. I don't know if you said I don't know if I have, Even if it's being repeated... It's good enough to hear again. I don't really care, yeah. um, so I'm going to say it again. But just that um, we have to be constantly keeping up with our garden because if we let our garden slip, then our plants are going to die it's pretty much. It's the same much. as the fire. And, yeah, same as the fire. And when we're being convicted, that's we're going to constantly be convicted because you're constantly having to keep up that garden, and that's what's happening in your life. Is Things are going to keep popping up that are going to affect you, and if you're a believer, God's constantly going to be giving you things to work on. And that's okay. Yeah. So God has always given you things to uh, to work on and to fix and to cut out. Mm-hmm. And this is something that has been with me for uh, the longest time. And billions of people, like I'm talking with a B of people have told me personally this, this exact thing. You have you have storms in your life, quote unquote storms, quote uh, or whatever, whatever it might be, uh, hard time. Let's just call it a hard time. You're you're getting out of a hard time. You mm. just got out of a hard time, mm. or you're about, about to go, to go in into Ooh, a hard time. That's so good. That's so good. So there's always you're always in that transition period. You're mm. always it's like I'm always either just got out of one, I'm about to go into one, or I'm in one right now. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's always a, just a loop of that. Mm-hmm. Which I mean I don't want it to sound sad. Yeah. Which I think it's good because God's always giving you like whether that that hard time be something that you need to cut out of your life or mm-hmm. something that you need to add to your life 
or whatever it may be, it's always growth. It's always mm-hmm. good growth when you come out of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to sound sad, but also it's it's important that you that we understand that is mm-hmm. that's that's how it works. Yeah, when we have our faith, uh, we can be confident in God. Uh, if we have faith in God, we should be confident in Him and confident that He is going to to lift us up and. It's it's no different than us. So this is the this is the long winded way of really just saying that when you're convicted, take that take that to heart. Let it cut to your heart, like the disciples said to Peter after the sermon. Um, let it really affect you, because what's going to happen is if it doesn't affect you, it's going to pop up again, mm-hmm. and it's going to pop up again. And it doesn't matter where you got that conviction, you know, whether it was sitting Sunday and service or whether it was a camp or whether it was something your friend told you. Um, or it was your own. And the, or if it was just came up yourself when you were reading the Bible, which is a great way to get convictions. But um, That's the way. Uh, wherever it came up, you know, know that that conviction, it's going to be there in that moment, and you're going to have to think about it, and you're going to have to process it. Mm-hmm. And you may come out feeling good right after it, and that's that's good. That's the best way to start. But let that take over your life and let it really make an impact and change in your life. And the way of doing that is really just to me, practice um, and just constantly. People um, hate that word, by the way, practice, practice, telling someone to just practice. It's like, it's got a lot of negative connotations. Like I just want to, I just want to be good. I just want to be good at it. But the way you be good is practice, practice. Uh, So if you really want to let that change affect your life, Chances are God does this funny thing where when he wants you to something to change in your life, he keeps putting you in opportunities to let it change you to almost like, change. hey, like here's your, here's hey, your opportunity. Yeah. And so if you're practicing it, then it's slowly just going to become yeah. a part of you, uh, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, so, and then when that first storm comes up, you're you're prepared. You're prepared. Like yep. say, say that storm would be temptation going back into your pre-convicted self. You know, that would be... You, you, you'd be prepared for that. It's not like it would be you being caught off guard and God's like, uh-oh, what are you going to do? Let's see what fi- what happens. It, it's not like that. I mean, you'll be prepared to go into that. So, I mean, yeah, people God's gonna freaked give you, out about... God's going to give you opportunities to, to be able to put that into practice. And so when we're able to put it into practice later on in life, when, when that storm comes... Um, we're gonna be. Re- you can be ready, and you can be ready to uh, put on what you're being taught. And I just think that's really cool. I think God does cool things. It is really that. cool. Um, one last thing I w- I want to talk about before we we end it and go into our segment of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about um, the transition period. Mm-hmm. And when I say transition, I I mean the transition between not between. Convict like pre-convicted and post-convicted, but the the transition between coming out of something and about to go into something that 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 position where you're in like coming out of that storm or hard time going into a hard time that that point in between in between that it could it's different for everybody it could be uh like two days it could be two years I mean it could be two decades like it could be a really long time in between the two De- uh, it, but that depends it's not guaranteed you're like okay now I'm done I have 10 more years until I have the next bad thing happens that whatever um 
but that point in between is dangerous because you can you can get this one word that I, I use a lot apathetic in that in that point in between those two you can get apathetic in your faith which is flat flat on the inside just completely just dead um, in your faith in your relationships with something and you can change for the worst in that period which is like a dead space almost just coming out of it or it could be really prosperous and really great because you just came out of this thing and you're a better person and all this great stuff or something just got cut out of your life just a few examples something just caught been cut out of your life and you're kind of sad about it you know say it was a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever and you're kind of sad about it and then you like enter into this fuzzy like self-destructive almost mode where it's dangerous for most people and I think that that is that is something that you need to be aware of and need to be conscious of. Like once you get out of this hard time, be aware that this is going. This is probably this is just as hard as coming out of the hard time to keep that same mentality of I'm a better person because of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people need to really keep in mind when they're in these things after their conviction is to stay in that whatever like that whatever that is be be knowing that it's it's okay you know like i'm i'm still good like i'm still i'm coming out a better person i'm becoming a better person because of this i'm not people don't understand that and that's why they just hit this downward slope yeah i think so yeah so like when you're when you're coming out when you're when you're first convicted on the thing there's going to be that time in between where it's going to be easy to kind of forget about that conviction. And then there's going to be something pop up that chances are is going to be based on that thing you were just convicted on. And right. that's why we talk about you got to spend that time practicing and being in the word and still growing it because even out of the storm, exactly. Out of the hard time. Cause even if, cause if that's the time you're being apathetic instead of uh, still pursuing after God and chasing after him, then that conviction is going to be off your mind and it's going to be something that you're not going to let. It's not going to take over your life if you uh, don't spend that time in between wisely. So to take away from this podcast, don't be apathetic. Don't be apathetic for sure. And it's okay to change. It's it's okay to change. We're going to change. Yeah. We're all going to change. I don't know if I've said it already, but if you're the same person you were five years ago, six years ago, then like what the heck? You know, like, That'd be weird. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's a tough place to be in. If I... Okay, how... I was 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. I was 12 six years ago. Mm-hmm. If I act this, if I acted the same way, well, I kind of do. But that doesn't... Maybe that's Jacob's not, not the greatest. Maybe I'm not... <laughs> if Ian. Ian's 19. So he was he was 13, 13. six years ago. If you, act, if you acted the same way... Definitely different. Definitely, definitely. Have different. a girlfriend now. Big difference. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. and the other, so depending on that, not being apathetic. And the other thing is just when you're convicted, great. Like that is totally okay. God wants us to be convicted on things. That's God speaking to you. That's the most important thing going on in your life when God convicts you. But God also wants that to become a part of your faith and become a part of your life and become a part of your walk with him. Uh, just to end here on the conviction topic, read a verse in Revelation. Uh, Jesus is speaking to the seventh church, Laodicea, in Revelation 3. 
He says, I know your works. You're neither cold nor hot. Would you that would that you were either cold or hot? So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And Dang. so Roasted. when we're talking about that fire, you you have to constantly keep stoking that fire, constantly keep pruning that garden, keeping that garden up, and being able to stay hot. Because when you fall in that trap being lukewarm, uh, that's that's the worst place you can be. You don't need it. And lukewarm that. is kind of where that apathy sets in. Yeah. Uh, so you when was the last time you drank lukewarm water? Uh, I did drink it. It's in my car right now. Yeah, I, ha- really I had good. some today. And was it like, this is disgusting. It's not it. It's, it's not, not good. It's not good. Anyways, we'll end with our favorite segment so far. Um, got a lot of good stuff on it, uh, which is our out of context Bible verse of the week. So this week our Bible verse is found in Luke and it is Luke five ten, and it says, And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. That's interesting when Period. you really think That's about it. it. Uh, it's just... Real cliffhanger right there. It's a cliffhanger. Uh, so go go search. Remember, we want you in your Bibles. Look, go out, Luke, Luke 5, and see what the heck Jesus was talking about right what there. Is, what is he talking uh, about? No idea. Catch so men? Good podcast? I hope it's a good one. I think it was, too. So I, we'll, I really hope you guys like it. If you really Seriously, if you guys have any criticisms or anything, mm, we're write, us, write us a review, text us, tell us what you want different. Yep. And, I mean, because we want this podcast to be the best. And, hey, we would love to do a questions podcast sometime. Oh, so yes. if you have any questions you would like answered, yeah. just send it in, and we'll try to compile them and do a whole podcast on that questions you all have. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week back next week on all platforms all platforms now baby we made it that's right mr worldwide thank you for listening that's right all right see you